Hello. Hello. Hi. This is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from The Overtake where we tell crazy true stories. That's right, isn't it? Is that that, yeah, that is. What, well, some, I always miss one of the elements out. I think that's what it's supposed to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Robin. I'm Richard. I'm Jada. Jada! Oh my God! <laughs> Producer Jada is here instead of Abigail. We gave yeah. Abigail a week off because... She was sick. She was sick of our shit. Well, she is sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. We just, we just wore her out with all the crap. The craziness of the, the stories. Cra- <laughs> yeah. Um, she couldn't tell what was reality anymore. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I'm, I'm done. I can't. So, yeah. Producer Jada stepping in this week. This week only. I so, am a little nervous about this, but I'll try my best. I think you'll do good. You'll yeah. Be- I mean, what you have to know is... You'll do well. Whether yeah. she does good or not, is, that's a moral question. Oh, yeah, that's a moral <laughs> question, yeah. Um, Abigail most of the time isn't listening to what we're saying, so that's the first thing to know. Don't feel like you've got to do two things at once. Sometimes mm. she's listening, sometimes she's Googling. You'd have to do both of them, okay. which is good. A lot of the fact-checking we do anyway seems to be, how do I say this word in French, which you chime in on anyway, that's so we'll be true. fine. Yeah, yeah, that is a really good point. Um, yes, yeah. so, so... Uh, oh, does anyone have any corrections or anything from last week? Uh, oh, yeah. Last week I made a joke saying that your your brother actually w- lied about not being into Smallville. Yes. Because you can't, you're not into it, you live it, or something like that. I don't think he said that. No, no. He, he, <laughs> like, I said that he said, said that. Okay. Um, and you said he didn't. Yeah. And correction, you were lying. He loves it. No. <laughs> I actually texted him saying, oh, no, he hasn't got back to me. I actually texted him because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this podcast at the weekend. And I, and he said something that was the sort of a correction. Oh, okay. And I can't remember what it was. And I was like, what was that thing he said? What's but, your brother's um, name? Marcus. Oh, well, I didn't expect it to be Marcus. I'm what impressed with it. Oh, yeah, it's a good name, isn't it? Yeah, with a C or a K? Uh, C. C. I mean, still good. Still good. Do you yeah. call him Mark for short or always? No, never. Marcus. Always yeah, Marcus. It's a solid yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. So I want to take it back. He's not into Smallville anymore. No. Just based on the He's strength a of his name. <laughs> he is, is he a he hacker? He is actually a hacker. Why is that funny? I don't know. <laughs> what, they, what he says now is that, well, it, which is true. He What's works in computer security. That's yeah. what he says. Yeah, but that's like that's <laughs> like that's like a thief saying I work in <laughs> in, in cash in, security. Yeah. I work in people's houses. What's security. his hacking name? Does it is it like Envin? Don't know. Don't know. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be is that. It mm-v- <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, that's a shame. Um, yeah, he's he'll be annoyed that I told people that. I think, but never now mind. He's out. I don't think he Not does anonymous it much anymore. anymore. Is I, don't, I actually don't think he really does it anymore. Just hates yeah. it now. Yeah, he's. I think the thing is with hacking, you can peak quite early. You can be quite young and then get sick of it. So has maybe he, that's what's happened. Has he hacked the DMV mainframe? Not that I know of. Is that from something? That's from the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was Possibly. like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> is your brother secretly Trinity? Carry no, on. I don't Moss. think so. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking shame. about the Matrix today. I was like. Why isn't... Well, I'm 30 years old and none of this stuff's happened to me. The Matrix hasn't happened to me. Harry Potter hasn't happened to me. Uh, before Harry Potter, um, X-Men's never happened to me. X-Men. You become a mutant in your teenage years. I'm like, maybe. maybe. It could be like late onset. Late mutancy. onset, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I do have a mutant power. It's just um, my beard grows freakishly high sometimes. Yeah, like, that's like true. Basically on my eyelid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like one <Okay>. long black hair. <laughs> that's good. If you Wolverine could be like Wolverine's like weird child 
He's, he's more polite, younger brother. He's a child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got loads um, of kids. I do um, get called Wolverine sometimes, but it's because I've got quite high chops. Yeah. Buggers yeah. grips as but it, they're also, called it, sometimes. You, you grow... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an offensive phrase. But. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, like yeah, it's comedian. That's <laughs> you want to reach that far forward, I don't think. I mean, I don't hips, want to get into hips this. Hips are the right territory. There's no way opinion. I can come out of this uh, well. No. Um, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something about your face, but I can't remember what it was. So maybe it's best that I left it. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Um, no. Just sort of view it, Robin was like stroking her chin and giving me the V with two oh, fingers. That then. was that was an accident. I was thinking about the I was thinking about beards, but yeah, it did yeah. look like the. You told me to fuck off. Oh no, I thought it looked like Cunnilingus, the universal symbol. You know, that's what I thought. <laughs> actually. Oh, I mean, I just did it then. You two oh, went God. to a very different place. Okay, all right. Let me let's just get this back on track. Yeah. So, uh, we're doing title off because I've not got no, a title. No, I've got something important oh, to reveal yeah. before that. So, um, oh, I remember. We've got we've had a VIP email. Ooh. Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, so, subject of the oh, do you want to guess what guess what the VIP email is first? Oh, now we get to guess. Yeah, yeah. I've just remembered what it is. So, oh, oh no. Okay. Yeah. Well, then no, it's not fair. Then, Jada, no, no. what do you no think idea. it is? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, subject line. I guess I'm the American. Three question marks. It's from the American listener. The, the oh, one American listener. American listener. Yeah. So uh, the American listener is called uh, Laura Perez or Perez. Do you think it's Perez? Perez. Yeah. P E R E Z. Perez. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so sh- she said. That's what my is called. Not Laura. Laura. Oh, right. Uh, I was <laughs> going to say. Oh, this is. No, I it's like, yeah, it's one of us. Yeah, no. Um, my dear no. sister, though, like her American Good. sister. American sister. Is she American? No, she's Spanish. Oh, well then, probably isn't her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it says, uh, hey, was catching up on your podcast, heard you talk about your American listener again, and I remembered I never sent this email. So the rest of this is old as fuck. Sorry. I'm going to blame it on pregnancy brain. She's pregnant. pregnant. Oh. Yeah, Soon there'll be two pregnant. American listeners. Whoa. Yeah, oh, she might be doing that thing, you know, where they put put it to the, the, ba- the baby. Oh, don't do oh, that. The <laughs> <laughs> Please. I mean, Laura, imagine if you came out with like a young <laughs> drink. <laughs> <say it. laughs> oh, you thought better of it. <laughs> um, so uh, so she says, I have heard of, I have heard of the Christmas Day uh, truce before, which was my story from cr- the Christmas episode, uh, but not in so much detail. Also, something else swept under the rug about World War II is that when releasing concentration camp victims, gay men marked by pink triangles were not freed and sent to other prisons. Fuck. Yeah, which I sort of did. I'd, I'd heard of the pink triangle, but yeah, I hadn't I really. Yeah, triangle like I knew what it was, but I didn't know that. So yes. I wonder whether we should do that one week. Um, she, she goes on to say, also, I am not a creepy Yorkshire man living in America. But I am from the US, Arizona specifically, which is in the Southwest, if that helps. It does. Um, love. I imagine she sounds like Julia Roberts. I think she's from the Southwest. I don't know. Let's imagine. I kind of know what Arizona accent sounds like, but I'm not going to try to do that. Go. No, 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 no It's such a Because your Italian lesson. accent's really good, and you're actually yeah. from. <laughs> you're actually yeah. from Nursborough. 
I used to sound really American at first, like when, yeah. I, when I first started like learning English properly. But was that then, from watching loads of American TV? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah, it was. yeah. Abigail sounds American sometimes, and a lot of that I think is from watching loads of American TV. Mm-hmm. I think it's a vocal fry as well. Yeah, but it's not. It's not just like the the timbre of her voice as well. It's like the words that she uses, <laughs> um, and how she pronounces stuff. Like I can't really think of an example, but like, oh, uh, will you put will you put your sandwiches in the trash? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's always like, she doesn't say um, that. I like your pants, and you're like Abigail, please. The and then she means, and then she's like. No, I meant trousers. Uh, she yeah, doesn't sound she, anything <laughs> like that. Everyone knows what she sounds like. Yeah. She's Cumbrian. Um, yeah. So there. Yeah. So then she says, uh, "Love the creepy prego listener in the US." Oh, that's nice, that's isn't nice. it? Yeah. So I, I was like super excited. Like I had a. Not our British out. listeners send us an email, do they? Right. Rude. They all the British people are like, "Oh, you got this wrong." That's what they're always like. And I found that at times I've been to america or encountered americans as mm. crazy as they are about guns and trump and stuff they are still quite consistently polite they're very they're really they're fucking always nice, very nice they? yeah like when when i went to america they were always like oh like joking about how how polite british people were and i was like no like, you've got no idea I, I, I think i think they are polite but they don't understand like our rules of etiquette and our yeah. politeness is covering up a, a deep-seated hatred of everyone and, everyone and yeah. ourselves yeah they think yeah. they still think that like saying cheers mate is a nice thing isn't it but yeah it's but, often, oh, like, but it could be anything yeah. Yeah. cheers mate yeah. cheers mate cheers yeah. mate yeah, yeah that's a good one yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> hey do like... you do that to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah all the time I was literally like when we're saying bye after the episode we're like, like yeah, cheers yeah. Jada <laughs> it was re- it was really nice to see you again <laughs> No, I'm only joking. You do a very good job. You've done some particularly good episodes recently. I meant to say that in the meeting before the episode, but I didn't, and now it's recorded. Thank so you. So that's fine. Uh, yeah. That's good. So that was, yeah. So I think that was really nice. So we do that's actually nice. have multiple American listeners. Um, but they all exist inside one but, woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is the most relevant thing to my story that I'm about to do, which I think oh. I've just created some spoilers. But uh, you well. have to bleep them. Oh yeah, we did I a bleep the first time. <laughs> that was very exciting. Um, Should we do the title off? I kind of yeah. want my story to go first anyway, but we can do the title off. Okay. Because I've not got a title, so I'm just gonna. My title is swinging on the flippity flop. <laughs> <laughs> that gives away nothing. Um, mine is. Uh, I haven't thought about this, but I'm gonna go with Lydia Fairchild, whose biological children weren't biologically hers. Lydia yeah. Fairchild's Unfairchilds. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Sort of yeah. yeah. Uh, so do you wanted to go first. Yeah, because my story's not that big. And okay. I think yours is complicated, you've said. Yeah. Right. Are you happy with that, Jada? Because normally the, the... Yeah, normally you decide. But yeah, I know. Mine's about music. You want to hear that well, first, right? She does uh, love music. I just... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it's just Abigail usually does this. I don't want to like. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting in her chair right You're now. You're the new yeah, Abigail. So. Yeah. No, I don't, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not Abigail. Okay. I'm not taking your place. <laughs> She's terrified. Um, <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, the year is 1992. Ooh. Good year. Um, it's the early 90s. There you go. Yeah. I, I don't want to build a scene. No. You, you get well. You we don't know remember. What was going on. Yeah. We, we I, were I don't three even think. Jada was alive. When were you born, Jada? 96. What? That doesn't sound right. Mr. and Mrs. How Aurelia were thinking, in four years' time, we'll have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's 1992, and grunge 
is Ooh, becoming yeah. a global phenomenon. Um, I didn't know this, um, but apparently grunge is supposed to be abbreviate abbreviation of garage rock, or as Abby would say, garage rock, <laughs> um, and slowed down punk. Like it's garage rock and punk. No, that doesn't Cringe. work. <laughs> anyway, that's supposed to be what it is. Okay. Um, that- which is I kind of stupid because so like yeah everyone's kind of aware what grunge is um but it doesn't really make sense because if you think about it bands that label grunge don't sound alike and aren't no. all from the same place no um and also i think it's more to do with the grungy look of the people well <laughs> oh, okay. you'll find this interesting <laughs> okay then. great um so yeah you've got the nirvanas the yep. alices and the chainsies oh yeah and, i remember them um the pearl jams oh yeah um, are all very popular grunge-based bands. Yeah. And okay. um, Frank Black and the Pixies, the <laughs> top in the hit parade. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, the New York <laughs> Times, that hip institution mm-hmm. of pop culture, uh, wanted to cover it. Um, so they got journalist Rick Marin. That's like your name, but a different last but name. But different, yeah. yeah. Um, e spells these with a C, not with a K. Uh, like, like, a, like, like a... Sensible like man. A, like, like yeah, a sensible he Rick. sells it properly. I, I, R.I.K. is like the wild Rick. Yeah, yeah the like, Rick Males of the world. Yeah, you don't know what's going to arrive when What's going to happen next? <laughs> yeah. I used to spell it R.I.Q. just to freak oh. people out. Oh, you really should. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, he's been given the task. You've got to go and write a feature on these guys. And he's like, yeah, cool, I can do that. Um, so he's looking for sources for his article. Yeah. Um, and he gets through to Sub Pop Records, um, who are the label that have the Nirvana's Mm. And a band called Mud Honeys, mm. and the Sound Gardens on there. Okay. Um, the producer they got through to a producer, and he didn't want to do it really. Uh. He was like, "Can't be bothered." So he gave it to a former receptionist <laughs> who worked for the company. The then twenty six uh, Megan Jasper, because um, she was obviously into the scene. She also, was a like, young yeah, person. with music, it doesn't isn't the hierarchy of. A, me- a record company doesn't necessarily doesn't mean the producer mean... knows what's yeah, going on. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, she she speaks to Marion about grunge, um, and so he produces an article called um, "Grunge: A Success Story," and that's published in the New York Times on November fifteenth, nineteen ninety two, with um, a, a little sidebar or a, mm. a nib. Was that, yeah, that what the nib, nib is? It could be right. Yeah, depending um, on how called it is. the lexic the lexicon of grunge. Breaking the code. Uh, yeah, that's either a sidebar or a panel. Yeah, it's probably. I think it's a sidebar. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen, you can you can you can find this just this sidebar on oh. the internet on its own. Um, so basically, yeah, she, they're speaking to Megan about it, and Megan tells him like, "Oh, this is the kind of thing that people in the grunge scene are kind of saying." Oh uh, yes, I love. By the way, every I would say every six months or so. Um, big newspapers do what the young people what are saying. What the young people are yeah, saying. Yeah. Oh my god, um, that's so funny. Sometimes. So the Times like ran the story um, about grunge and about the lexicon, mm. and like they even in the article like you know expect your kids to be saying this coming to a school near you. Okay. Um, only of course they wouldn't be. Um, another publication called the Baffler. Um, like six months oh, I've later. Heard of the Baffler. Yeah, it's know? like an independent culture magazine. It's ah, still going, okay. um, but it's been around for years. Um, and uh, their author, Thomas Frank, who's now a, a, polit- a political pundit, um, read this sidebar and thought, that's stupid. Yeah. They're not real things. Um, oh. So Jasper got in contact, uh, sorry, um, Frank Thomas got in contact with Jasper and interviewed her. Um, 
Oh, so... I don't understand why the guy... What's he writing for? The New York Times? The New York Times, yeah. yeah. It's like the New York Times actually has a very good... Normally has a very good fact-checking desk. Or yeah. maybe as a result of this has a good... Well, how do you access a culture outside yeah, of... Yeah, I suppose so. Um, but running past some more people. So Thomas Frank got in touch with Jasper, thinking it sounded suspicious. Um, so he is, uh, from his article, um, which was published like six months later, there's some dialogue between them. Frank, Thomas Frank, there's no way this is real or right. Jasper, of course it's not real. <laughs> Frank, are you saying that on the record? Jasper, well, of course I am. So just to give you an example of some of the words, some of the phrases that Jasper claimed were real phrases. <laughs> um, so being drunk, you might, if you're in the grunge scene, what might you, what might a grunge type of person say being drunk is, if you guys want to in guess? In the 90s? Ugh. Well, it would be like... It's not just the 90s, it's specifically the grunge specifically scene. Grunge. I don't know. I have no idea. It's hard to say because, like, you would say, like, getting wrecked yeah. or... Well, apparently, if you're if you're um, Kurt Cobain of the Nirvana, you might say, I'm a bloated big bag of bloatation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so or, if he's just taking down all the... <laughs> Yeah, so there's a stuff like so if there's a few like heavy boots kickers. Yeah, like oh, okay, that's passable. Yeah, I can live with that, yeah. Um a desirable guy is a dish. Hmm. Um an uncool person. Sorry, a desirable guy. A dish. Yeah, so a it is dish. from a different subculture, but they weren't okay. using those phrases. Like a snack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but a snack. A snack's new. Like, we yeah, didn't have now. that back in our day. No. Yeah. yeah um, so an uncool person um, is a, a lame stain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a bunch of these, yeah. Um, ripped, old ripped jeans. Wax lax. <laughs> she must have just been, like, making the shit up. Like, she was. She was, head, she was like... more or less making it. Uh, rock on for goodbye. Um, what, there's a, what's a good one here? Oh, like, if something's a bummer, it was a harsh realm. Um, but if... <laughs> if some grunge kids were all like, oh, we'll go over the park and drink some cider or whatever. They would be swinging on the flippity flop. No. So, yeah, she just... Um, she so just said it, I'll th- this, is, <laughs> this isn't the first time that she'd done this, though. Um, she got in, uh, interviewed by UK publication Sky um, okay. and said a few of them then. Yeah. And this was before the Times thing. Uh, and then Mud Honey, who were... Um, a part of Sub Pop, the label yeah. that she used to work for, UK based. Mm. Um, they'd seen the interview and thought it was funny and repeated some of the phrases in the Melody Maker. Oh my God. So by the time it got to the Times, there was like an established f- fake lexicon oh. that she was just adding to on, uh, like, just carrying on with. Um, so yeah, she kicked <laughs> it off with like jokey stuff that she thought sounded like people might say. Yeah. Um, so like lame stain for uncool yeah. person, rock on for like goodbye. Um, and then she just carried on going, coming up with swinging it on the flippity flop um, <laughs> for hanging out and cob nobbler for someone who was a loser. Um, and she oh genuinely God. thought that a journalist for the New York Times, the failing New York Times, yeah. would stop her. But That's he a never Trump quote, did. by the way, isn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. a Trump quote, yeah. Um, he just never, he just, ever no, interjected to be it. like, that is all bollocks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she said, like, so the reason why she did it is that she was annoyed that, like, um, the older generation, the ungrunged, yeah. um, basically saw grunge as this kind of monolithic thing where everyone in it was from Seattle, everyone yeah. in it was super serious, 
um, and all the bands sounded the same, despite the fact that like some of the bands were based in the UK, um, like Kurt Cobain, who is like the the key icon of the grunge movement, was like yeah. a hun- from Washington, like a hundred miles away. Um, the bands didn't sound the same. They wanted to like put grunge, like it was being designed top down, like what old people thought ah, this thing was going on. That's interesting. So like the idea of grunge was kind of artificially engineered to label all these people that just old people didn't understand. It's the same as labeling yeah. everything millennial. Yeah. And then someone saying, what do you millennials say? Yeah. It's like, actually, yeah. it's a much bigger... Um, and yeah, she hated it. So she just did that for fun. Um, she's She quoted, she got interviewed, a great article, which I can't remember the name of, for the love of me, but it was really good. They interviewed mm. her about a year afterwards. Um, it's called How Grunge Was Fake News. I believe Jada might be fact-checking that for me. Um <laughs> she said that for me to be in the new york times because i fucking lied you wouldn't think that sorry you wouldn't think that they'd feel proud her family Mm. but they were psyched my family was so happy they thought it was hilarious yes i Um, love her so what's amazing is the times didn't like initially acknowledge or fact check themselves or retract it to begin with Mm. uh until um the baffler article started flying around uh, and the New Republic quoted the article as like, haha, look what the Times did. Um, so the editor of the Times then called Jasper, yeah. Megan Jasper, um, to be like, did you lie to us? Yeah. Um, did you speak to the baffler? And at the time she said, no, I didn't speak to the baffler. Um, the baffler didn't do anything in return other than send out the letters between Megan and themselves to yeah. be like, she definitely did. Look, there you are. We're not going after Megan there's the fucking proof um but jasper later later changed her story and said that um she'd actually lied to the times for a second time um because rick marin who'd run the original article said that um he would get fired if they found out that basically he'd been conned in such a bad way um and the story still stands to this day that um she she lied to them twice and convinced them twice (laughs) that she hadn't done that and the baffler is correct and in fact it was all made up and the easy way of knowing that it was all made up is that no one was saying those yeah, words. Yeah, it's like you couldn't find those words anywhere um, else. Yeah, the Times didn't like the Baffler and kind of like mocked the Baffler a bit for being like this kind of under like underground scene who kind of caught them out, caught them with yeah. their pants down. Um, and I believe it was Frank Thomas who said, um, when a newspaper of record goes searching for the next big thing and the next big thing piddles on its leg, we <laughs> think that's funny, which I think is an excellent <laughs> stick is, in it to yeah. the power um so yeah that's kind of like how all that happened yeah um what's nice though is that um jasper megan jasper like still tells this story and it's still very funny yeah um but she eventually returned to sub pop uh as an employee and is now the ceo of sub pop nice. which is kind of nice because she's got this thing about people think that grunge takes itself very seriously yeah. and now the ceo of one of the major grunge labels created this, ho- this very funny hoax yeah uh, oh, that's everyone. good yeah, yeah. good work Megan see, I'm normally like not that into people tricking journalists mm-hmm. you know like setting out to trick journalists because it's just like a lot of people don't really realise how hard it is to do this job and like how hard it is to like verify stuff and how much pressure you're under to just yeah. like churn it out quick Um, but the New York Times I, I think it's the New York Times I think I read an article that for some reason Daniel Radcliffe, I think it was the New York Times, I'm really doubting myself now, 
Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe spent a day in the office of the New York Times checking, doing fact checking. It's a really interesting article. A, because Daniel Radcliffe is just such a babe. Like he's just so cute. He he's like... so earnest. Like I call him Danny Rad. Oh yeah. Why is that not his name? I don't know, but. Like, you know, if I'm drunk, I'm like, there's some Danny YouTube Rad. videos of, of, Danny of Danny Radcliffe doing alphabet aerobics. I'm like, Danny Rad, that's my boy. Oh, I guess because like, we're more or less the same age, but yeah. he's like famous. Yeah. And he's just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'll just do what I want now because I'm... Yeah. Because you were Oprah like rich. that's it as well. Like like when he did when he finished Harry Potter, he just did that play where he was naked. Do you remember that? Equus. Yeah. About man who wants to fuck a horse. Oh, God, yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. Everybody was like super shocked, and everyone was like, "Woo, <gasps> little, little Daniel's grown up." Um, he's turned sixteen. He is <laughs> yeah. topless on page three. <laughs> Does his oh, little pigeon chest? <laughs> That is what they used to do to girls, though. That I know. Is yeah, yeah. Because basically, it's what they did with um, uh, Emma Watson, isn't it? It was like a oh, countdown, God, and so she's like, "What was the point of that? Like, also, oh, in three days, you'll be able to wank to her, and it'll yeah. be fine." It's like, like if, you, you, if you, just, you're clearly just doing it already, doing it all, yeah. so, but ugh. you feel bad about it. Yeah, <laughs> I've really recently worked out what it because at phrases I was like what is it that like people are attracted to about teenagers like i just you know like people are, mm-hmm. a lot of people are very attracted to teenagers and i just like couldn't put my finger on it especially because it's it's women more so than men mm-hmm. um like who get attracted to not who are attracted to teenagers and i was like i, could, I just couldn't work it out and then i just realized it was like it's it's maturity isn't it when they're if they're mature they don't seem like teenagers and it, it like only the the penny only dropped recently. Oh, you mean like a a, a teenager who's mature? Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, yeah. yeah. Who yeah. is mature? Yeah, yeah. the adults are. Carolyn says like, oh, young people are more attractive, but no, I no, I, I see what you mean. Well, like a like, celebrity, yeah, a sixteen year old celebrity is more mature than a sixteen year old. Yeah. Non celebrity. That's it exactly, yeah. and I was like, because I was like, often like I will be attracted to somebody who is, you know, twenty eight or whatever, but looked the same as when they were 18 hmm. but I, w- I wasn't i wouldn't have been attracted to the 18 year old and i was like why is that and i was like oh yeah because 18 year olds are dicks yeah. like and boys like, are basically dicks until they're about 26 yeah that's it and that's why <laughs> that's why it works that way yeah. around because like girls get mature really young mm-hmm. so like i don't know they're just like they've got their head screwed on they can you can hold a conversation with them when they're a teenager mm-hmm. and not that i think a lot of men who date teenagers are after maturity and conversation but i do think that's the missing they just element want the, that people they just want the, the element of childhood to be gone yeah like that to be like out they're no longer a child yeah 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 right head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the award-winning movie poor things starring emma stone mark ruffalo and willem dafoe Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Shall I do my story? Yes. Yeah. I think we'll be able to cut out some of those bits about Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all of it <laughs> yeah all of that bit about Daniel Radcliffe oh, I just love Daniel Radcliffe I wonder if you met him you, he would seem normal or whether he would seem weird I think he would I think, you think he seems like a, like a but I don't know whether it's an act guy. though he might have just got he's not like a been in the public act yeah true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right um, okay so fast forward from 1992 mm-hmm. to the early noughties um, and 
Lydia Fairchild was 26 years old. She was um, a struggling single mum of two and pregnant. She'd had like a big fallout with her partner and she was she was uh, tr- like out of work and unable to support her kids. So she applied for government assistance in Washington State in the US, which is mm-hmm. where she lived. Um, and as part of that, there was like this kind of weird formal process where you had to have a DNA test. Um, Jesus, that's yeah. severe. Yeah, I think it's like maybe it was like to do with that. I think applying for assistance for your kids, you've mm-hmm. got to prove that they're your kids. So like both parents just got to have a DNA test, yeah. which is weird. So yeah, so um, they both... Ha- her and her partner, who's who's called Jamie Townsend, had to have DNA testing, which is just like a formality, or so they thought. Um, dun, so. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, in December 2002, Lydia was contacted by the Washington State Prosecutor's Office and told to come in to discuss her test results. And it seemed that Lydia didn't share the same DNA as her children. Um... So the guy, Jamie Townsend, was definitely the father. Like, they could they could work mm-hmm. that out real quick from the DNA. But Lydia's DNA wasn't the same as her children's DNA, um, even though she claimed that they were hers. Um, so, obviously, the prosecutors were like, well, Lydia, if if they're not yours, like, where did these kids come from? Like, who mm-hmm. who are you? And who where's the real mother of the children? Um, and they started, like, a little investigation um so this whole time lydia is like absolutely adamant that they're her children she's like um like i remember being pregnant um in fact there's a quote quote i knew that i carried them and i knew that i delivered them there was no doubt in my mind end quote and the prosecutors who were like looking into it found friends and relatives who claimed that they'd seen her pregnant um Mm. and she hadn't had ivf or anything so they couldn't have been any kind of ivf mix-up but there was simply no way that the DNA DNA test could be wrong. So I'm going to guess as well that they probably repeated the DNA tests mm-hmm. because they were probably like, oh, something's gone wrong with these DNA tests. Anyway, yeah. So they were just like, yeah. So Genetically not your children. Yeah. Insane. Like, yeah. So you've, yeah. So like, yeah. So they were obviously adamant that, that she'd got these kids from somewhere mm-hmm. and like may, another woman had maybe given birth to them. But she was pregnant as well at the time. So these two kids and she was pregnant. So weirdly, the exact same thing was happening across the country. What? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, 52-year-old Karen Keegan from Boston, Massachusetts, um, discovered that DNA testing, which she had carried out to try and find a genetic match um, in the search for a potential kidney donor, um, showed that there was no genetic link between her and two of her three sons. Um, what? Same, so exactly the same situation happening with her. We'll come back to her, but this was all happening kind of simultaneously. So you're kind of following so far, mm-hmm. I assume. Yes. Okay. So the investigators were like, "There's something up here," and they spoke to Lydia's obstetrician, who I think is like a pregnancy doctor, fertility yes. doctor. Yeah, I don't know. Um, his like name... Fanny Doctor. Fanny Doctor, yeah. His name was... Moon Doctor is probably <laughs> best. Uh, obstetrician. Okay. Yeah. They, they uh, look at your obst- 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 obstetric. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. What uh, what are those things called ovaries? Oh, Just no. behind your vagina, the obstetric. <laughs> <laughs> if you go all the way up. All the way up. <laughs> That's what uh, you bum on the left hand shelf. <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> um, so yeah, this guy, the obstetrician, Doctor Leonard Dreisbach, mm. or Dreisbach. Dreisbach. Is it I before E? Except it's before e- the S. It's E I. Yes, so that's dry. <laughs> you went cross-eyed then. D R E I S. Yeah. I would say that's dry. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's weird though is Americans sometimes spell it different. Like Germans always spell it that way around, don't they? Like if the I is last, then it's an I sound. If the E is last, it's an E sound. But when it comes to Americans, they throw out the rule book on their names. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah so the guy was like listen I know when someone's giving birth like you, you can't fake that no no um, but the authorities are like yeah but it's science like she this woman mm-hmm. is not genetically related to these children like they're not biologically her children um, so at this point Lydia is like heavily pregnant mm-hmm. and she's like in court like fighting for, to keep her children because yeah. she's about to lose custody of her children because they're like something's fucked up here um so the judge is like right as soon as you pop a sprog then we'll take some blood samples like the minute you give birth yeah so she has to, she gives birth in front of a court appointed witness like they Fuck. send yeah they send someone oh, there no. to Is like yeah. court appointed witnesses watching you do it and that was in like sixteen hundred. Yeah. Well, yeah. Better. I mean, and who's that caught appointed witness as well? Like, hey, I've got a job Can for you. Imagine, yeah. Do you want to got... see a baby coming out of a vagine? Yeah, yeah. vagine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's an obstetrician and vagine inspector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so like obviously, I mean, that the person must have just been hanging around for fucking ages until the baby popped out. Yeah, and that had to be like eye on the prize, waiting for it right to in the business end. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so they're like obviously the witness is like, yep, she one hundred percent gave birth to this baby. Yeah. Um, they take some blood samples from the baby, and then the results come back, and once again, no genetic link between the baby and Lydia, which is like, what the fuck? That was my the mind blowing sound. Yes. Yep. Um. So that yeah, they're just like baffled at this point like really baffled um so the next thing they do is they order some tests on lydia's mum mm-hmm. and they can find that lydia's mum is the grandmother of these kids so like the her mum's genetically related to the kids um but lydia isn't but lydia isn't the mum yeah so uh yeah uh so they yeah they show that she's the grandma but lydia's not the mum so uh let's at this point bring back karen keegan our friend in boston massachusetts the Um, boston version of kevin keegan yeah probably i don't know what the voice of kevin keegan is i was gonna do it but he's like a joke he's like i would love it if we beat them that's he's he's big that's just your voice was it (laughs) yeah i guess it was i don't think i tried anything then (laughs) so yeah he's I think he's a Geordie, but she's she's from Boston. Yeah, she's. You can do a Boston accent. Boston, Massachusetts. I uh Boston. They're like, hey, I'm walking here. New York. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a specific well, kind of New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> it's an, an Italian. Slightly offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Italian <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? What's, I don't know what Boston... It's like, a, it's like, car, get to the car, and ha- oh, had okay. attack. All right. uh, maybe that was New Yorker. I think Goodwill Hunting. It's it's like New York Times too, isn't it? Mm. Boston, basically. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they're very racist up there in Boston, Massachusetts. Wow. Are they? Yeah. Apparently. My yeah. Oh. But the different type of racist to, to the other parts of America. They've all got different, all the different racisms. Mm. We won't go into it, but yeah. The Bostonians. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, I think they're more like um, racist no, oh, let's not. <laughs> but yeah, I listened to a really good podcast about all the different types of American racists and in different areas, you can tell what type of racist they're going to be. <laughs> what was Boston? Because wow. they're like Irish. Uh, no, it was, I think they? it was. No, I mean, they, they are like the Irish American. Oh, that, that's like, what Not they Irish are. Americans, yeah. but they yeah. claim to be Irish because their yeah. great, great grand dad yeah. was Irish. I mean, sometimes yeah. they've got multiple Irish ancestry, but yeah. they are American. That yeah. makes me laugh. Like it's a thing with... Americans that say they're Italian yeah. because mm. they're like great, great, great. I, great, sp- great. I, I had spaghetti <laughs> once. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I guess when you, you live in such like yeah. a young nation, I mean, we're from yeah. the old world. All of our nations are yeah. thousands of years old. Yeah. yeah, we just go. Oh no, we just belong to that Don't nation. Know what we are, they, yeah. yeah, they need to find what their identity is. And yeah. Unfortunately, it's American. And like <laughs> say it's like I've, I have Italian origins. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. You, but you, like, you don't say, oh yeah, I'm Italian. No, you're no. not. I think Italian is one of those that people really want to be as well. Like mm. Irish Trust is one and Italian <laughs> is one. So you were always like, Oh, I'm Italian or I'm Irish. But they don't do it about like, oh, I'm Norwegian. I think they do a bit, but not as much. As uh, Irish and yeah. Italians are the two big ones because I think they're the biggest crime families. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> you can only be a good yes. fella if you're Italian. Yeah. But there is like they did have like a really interesting dynamic, like when they first when people first immigrated, it was like Italian people and Irish people, and they got on like quite well. I don't know if that's true. Oh, really? We'll do. Yeah, have well, to, we'll have to do a crazy yeah. story on it. But why well, it is that? Like basically, in the tenements, they would just ram the Eastern European Jews, the Irish, and the mm. Italians, yeah. and they would just fucking fight all the time. I oh, would they? But like in a friendly oh. fighting yeah, way, just like there's think, not enough room for us all to live here. Yeah, I think that because like they intermarried eventually, and I think if it had been that Romeo and Juliet, maybe they wouldn't have done. Although Romeo and Juliet is that's what happened in that. Mm. Mm. West Side Story. West Side Story. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. That would be, that would have been better, wouldn't it? Anyway, what's going on anyway, with all these pregnant lassies? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. So Karen's been doing the same amount of research, basically, mm-hmm. but she's a bit. They're a bit further along. Her doc, like her doctors, are doing the research. She's not involved in any court case, um, and this, she's starting to crack the case. Mm-hmm. So, if you remember, there was no genetic link between Karen and two of her three sons. Mm-hmm. Um, so they confirmed a match between Karen and her youngest son. And then they were like, this is weird. The doctors got some further advice about it and found out that Karen might have a very rare genetic condition known as chimerism, which I up until now thought was pronounced chimerism. But I looked no. it up just before this podcast and it's chimerism. It's chimerism. Yeah. Are you excited because you've heard that before? I have seen chimeric cats. <gasps> well, yes. I was yeah. going to, this is one of the things I've actually written to say. Have you seen um, these cats with chimerism? Yeah. They're well cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'll do it in the order that I'd planned and we'll come back Let's to it. Let's go. But yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. not jump ahead. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
so obviously it's derived from the name of well not obviously but it's derived from the name of like a hybrid creature um of greek legend um the chimera no chimera, chimera. although i think it's one of those things that americans do say chimera instead oh, of do they chimera. yeah that, but like they also say well. minotaur instead of yeah. minotaur mm-mm. yeah that's weird yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I love that. Mm-mm. no mm-mm. Nah. not today <laughs> <Stacey>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah so what so basically what what had happened is um there's like only there's only 30 documented cases in the world mm-hmm. so it's pretty insane that karen and what's her face (laughs) had it at the same like we're discovering it at the same time um what it is is um they it's they start out as twins in the womb and then in the early stage of pregnancy they they merge together yeah or like more accurately one absorbs Absorbs the other other. yeah Mm. um so the bigger more evil twin yes exactly so uh it's like reverse identical twins essentially so instead of one egg splitting in two it's two embryos that merge into one oh cool yeah Yeah. so like identical twins two separately fertilized eggs so they would have the same male genetic makeup or the same half of well yeah so it's two it's like yeah imagine like two eggs happened right so like Non-identical so twins are just two eggs. The non-identical two twins yeah. that then merge into one yes, twin. to one. With one. Twice, as mu- twice as many chromosomes as a hu- uh, the average human. I don't think it's that. No. <laughs> no. Um, but, so it, sometimes it's it's two female. Mm. And you can tell because they're like 16 feet tall, have four yeah, arms and legs. Exactly, that's it, two heads. Two sets two of Two heads are they usually the yeah. um, No, obviously not. No, um, that would be silly. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it's so weird that the two two-headed giants had problems with the DNA. <laughs> <at> the <second laughs> yeah. Time. yeah, what could it be? It's definitely not. It doesn't. Those children don't belong to that one head, <laughs> and we just, just can't crack the case. Um, yeah. So yeah. So that's that's basically it. So normally, when it happens, either the absorbed twin cells just disappear, mm-hmm. um, uh, and that's fine, or the fetus isn't viable because it just gets all fucked up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but in rare cases, it just comes out as like a whole person, like perfectly normal whole person. Sometimes perfectly normal whole person. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So what you need to remember about it is they're not like a cell soup where they're all blended together. Mm-hmm. It's like they each separate person cells of the two twins that are now one person control different stuff basically Whoa. yeah so so the, the 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 deceased twin can control follicle production presumably potentially oh, was the ovaries yes, yes. well Whoa. yes so like you say cats with two different colored eyes are like sometimes they have like a distinct a line, line down like right the down their the face. face yeah um that you'll see it in lobsters there's yeah, like they got... one half blue one half orange like and it's like a very precise line down the middle yeah. of the lobster which is bizarre i think that's called and jada might have to look this up bimorphic dilateralism mm. i think it might be yeah yeah sounds like it could be doesn't it yeah it does that's the main um, thing. but they call it they call it chim- chimerism yeah. in general um so yeah you can google pretty much any animal and find these which is very entertaining mm-hmm. um so i've done a budgie budgie is a really good one yeah. because it's two different colors like one half one color one half another color uh, lobster obviously is the classic 
um tarantulas oh yeah cool. tarantulas are good and sometimes like they're not just two different colors they're two different sizes so oh, like tarantulas oh, sometimes yeah, yeah so like half the body's like sl- slenderer than the other side uh cats and dogs yeah. are, are good ones but you can do anything snake horse like there's a few that i've tried googling that you can't find and i mm-hmm. think it's because people have done too many like illustrations of like if you try and do lion yeah. chimera it's like the original chimera is a bit based on a lion so you can only ever Got find illustrations head, yeah, yeah that's it um so yeah so you can you can like name an animal and you can oh, do it. that tiger's cool i've tried tiger but uh, it's too many illustrations if you could buy like a white tiger and it was opposite <gasps> so it's like white with black stripes and then black with white stripes God, that would be insane like those guys from star trek the original know. series were oh, might not have seen it. like half the the so there's like two warring factions on the same planet mm. and um one half of them uh like white on the right half and black on the left half oh. and then the other the oh, other that aliens but uh, but it, you yeah. know you, sometimes you got to be obvious with your metaphors yeah but like name an animal and we'll look one up panda panda mm. i don't think that'll be a good one i don't think they bang enough for the even no to, don't do panda that to happen uh, rabbits but they bang oh, a lot yeah. so there'll be loads of them yeah that's a really good one let's have a look i haven't looked up this one before ah so, i mean same situation as cat and dog really lying down in the middle of yeah. his face crazy yeah so yeah so sometimes it's like in some animals it's half and half it's literally half and half mm-hmm. <laughs> um and in in humans it's not mm-hmm. but it is chunks of your body like organs yeah a heart you know like you can't see it because humans i suppose there's probably not that much difference in humans as well like if you looked well like so one of the things about dna that people <clears throat> sometimes don't understand that it's not just like there isn't just a gene that well, there is just a gene that codes for the color of your eyes. Yeah. But genes interact in different ways. So, like, the shape of your mouth might have a dependent gene on the color of your eyes. So, they might interact. Ah. So, presumably, like, in places where it's failed, like, yeah. the thing that controls your heart isn't dependent on the thing that controls your brain. Yes. Whereas in this, it's the right combination of genes from one half has created, like, functioning organs. And then where it hasn't, all the dependent gene sets from the other of all work together mm. so presumably she just got that these two women mm. each just have like one regular face that's yeah, not like yeah yeah that's it so, on the so outside, probably all your all stuff normal. on your face is attached yeah exactly or, you know your lips aren't connected to your eyes or whatever yeah so i think that's Ooh. like the way that humans develop it's just like what it often is is just your internal organs that yeah. end up different so yeah so it's very it's strange and unusual mm-hmm. and there have only been about 30 documented cases of this type of chimerism and you wouldn't know presumably like a lot of men probably will never find out and women unless you get dna tested mm. probably never find out but it is interesting that ha- how much we rely on dna testing for stuff you know like for yeah. example if you went on jeremy kyle and like let's say we were a couple but you thought i'd been cheating on you yeah you went on jeremy kyle and i was like no nope, i haven't been cheating and then it comes back like oh it's not your dna that's like our relationship destroyed mm. um and all the, the whole time you were the dad but it was your twin that you absorbed yeah. in vitro <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, i mean it's statistic statistically so unlikely it's very to unlikely yeah but, but it but it does yeah. it clearly does happen um so yeah so uh 
sometimes what happens is someone can have two blood types at the same time that's crazy yeah and actually that apparently is a bit more common having two blood types so like sometimes it's not that apparent Mm -hmm. otherwise but you have two blood types um there's been there was a case of a um athlete and i didn't write down any of the details about them so Mm -hmm. that's so just trust us yep um (laughs) where they were tested because they had um um, horse blood yeah that was it no they were oh you know what it's funny you should say that though because they've they've made a pig that had 0.001 percent human dna so they can do it with human and animals apparently which just leave it at that i think that's not yeah um yeah so so this athlete um had male and female blood types blood types i guess dna we've not really looked into this no uh but anyway yeah what happened to lydia did she get a kid it all turned out fine she got her kids back and yeah and that was just it so that's really cool i didn't know about that yeah uh, that, yeah. I wanted to do one that you didn't know because the last few I've done, you've known the story already mm-hmm. or known something about the story already. Yeah. So I thought this one's a bit more obscure and I just found that it good, when yeah. I was a wandering the internet. A so, cool. Yeah. I thought you'd like that. Um, any corrections? <laughs> any? Yes. Yes. <laughs> a few. So Rick's story. I couldn't find anything really about what the term grunge mm-hmm. like, actually means. Actually means. Uh, apart from what they said, it's an informal word meaning dirty. <laughs> well, yeah. that they use might be yeah. a lie, though. We don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and it originated from the fact that it was expensive and really time consuming to get a recording to sound clean. So for those bands that were just starting out, it was cheaper to leave the sound really dirty and just turn up the volume. So they were like, fine. Oh, oh that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that makes and sense. Interesting. The article you were referring to was when grunge was fake news. That's the one on mm-hmm. the Ringer by mm-hmm. Alan Siegel. Yes. On, yeah, November eight, twenty seventeen. And the one you were talking about mm. was Daniel Radcliffe and the Art of fa- Fact Check by Michael Shulman on the New Yorker. Ah, uh, it was the New. Oh, but it was in the New Yorker. Was it about the New York Times? Um, <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> correction. <Yeah. laughs> Um, also, an obstetrician is a physician or a surgeon that's qualified to practice in obstetrics, which basically means childbirth. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, um, makes sense. But they're not—they're um, more trained in terms like they're not a midwife, simply, yeah. ah, because okay. they are trained to handle any type of pregnancy that includes those with complications ah. i think basically if you're not having a complication the midwife delivers the baby yeah. but if they're like we need to perform the snip yeah or a c-section yeah um okay. and the, snip mm. the athlete you were referring to how did you manage to find that, that was I just so quick. there was some kind of athlete maybe <laughs> once because <laughs> she she was uh banned from competition yeah because um basically as it like showed um, afterwards mm-hmm. when she was tested, um, she had both like um, male and female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was why. And her name I cannot pronounce. Um, but it's, it's okay. We don't the, do pronunciation. She's Dutch, so uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. But pass it in. Let me have fuck a go. dilemma. Fuck <laughs> dilemma. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce that. 
Oh, fuck down, Emma. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, fee? F- fuck fee? yeah? <laughs> Something? Can I see? Da- dilemma. <laughs> how, how, how do you pronounce that? Come on. Well, yeah, it's, it's it fio- Fiocchia Dilemma. Yeah, it is Dilemma. It's oh, okay, cool. So, yeah. yeah. Or maybe like Fiocchia Dilemma. Yeah, I think yeah. it's that. I don't know. Yeah. And that was a really yeah. good accent, probably. Or that not. was the Swedish chef from the oh. Muppets. <laughs> oh. Excellent. And yeah, she was the first to be subject of a mandatory gender verification Ugh. because they were like, hmm, something's wrong something's here. Wrong. Oh, it makes me so mad. Just yeah. leave, them t- leave them to it. Let m- leave them alone. She said no, though. She was like, Did no she? way. Yes. She was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no, this is a fuck you dilemma. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry. Uh, established so, athlete for mocking me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a horrible time for uh, But yeah, that yeah. was it. I couldn't find your thing. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'll, I'll Google it. I'll do a Google's. Yeah, so we I can, can find bring it. We words. rarely have new corrections at the start of an episode these days. So that'll be quite nice. I think to have a different one. Yes. Um, right. So we should say, please give us some money through the Patreon. It we're, we're trying to do some investigations at the moment that we really could do with some extra pair of hands. And in order to do that, we need some money. And I applied for a Google grant like before Christmas. And today we found out we didn't get it. Mm. Which I kind of knew that we weren't going to get it because I was really ill when I was writing the thing, and I knew I'd done a shit job of it. But I don't know. I just hoped, like, I don't know, a miracle would happen, <laughs> but it didn't. Um, which is disappointing, but never mind. Um, so yeah, so we kind of need all the pat- patrons we can get. So it's as little as fifty. No, what do we, what do we say it was? Sixty something p a week. Sixty three p a week. Yeah, which is really not that much. Um, and every little penny counts and makes such a difference so yeah uh that's patreon uh followers on instagram at here's a crazy story or everything else at the overtake uh oh send us your crazy stories crazy story at the overtake.com we don't really get those although we have had we did have the american listener if you Mm -hmm. too are also the american listener because i think we have like at least 100 Oh. American listeners, yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're American, get in touch. Tell us a crazy story from from your hometown. From the Americas. Yeah, from the Americas, yeah. Or like any country, really. Yeah. Like if you, if you live in Thailand, then yeah, send us a crazy story from Thailand. Okay, uh, so thank you to producer Jada. You're welcome. Did an excellent job today. Well done. For Abigail. I tried. Yeah. It's, it not, it's not an easy thing to do although mm-hmm. i did belittle it at the start of the episode but it's not easy <laughs> and you did a fab job i checked oh, yeah. quickly i couldn't i couldn't find what i'd said which was dimorphal bilateralism yeah. but i found what sexual dimorphism is which is what i might have been thinking about okay. which is basically that um is a condition where the two sexes of the same species exhibit different characteristics oh. um, and i'm not sure why but what bilateralism is no. Um, maybe it, you just maybe you coined it maybe it's the thing that you discovered um it, bilateralism is the conduct of political economic and cultural relations between two sovereign states fine <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so okay. it isn't that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay i think maybe i had learned this in relation to gender politics uh, men and women are different sizes so behave differently towards one another uh, that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
I'm a smarty pants. Yeah. <laughs> Me and James had an argument the other day about how much space we could each have in the bed because I said I'm wider, so I need more space, but he thinks he's wider because his shoulders are wider. But he's quite lean and I'm not lean. And I reckoned my hips were wider than his shoulders and he disagreed. Um, but he also needs to spread his legs so his testicles can rest well, he in the said, cool. He said he's he's taller, so he gets more space. And I was like, you can have as much space as you and want. Lengthwise. Like, lengthwise, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, no, but no, that makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I need, I need more space. But we already do have quite a big bed and I don't find it. I'm inclined to believe space. James's shoulders are, are wider than your hips are wide. Because your, he your shoulders are. are wider than your hips. No, I don't think they are. I mean, it's too hard to tell when I'm sat, sat down. down. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I think, think people forget how wide men's shoulders are. Yeah. Particularly if you're like a nerd. Mm. Like James or myself. And you slouch. <laughs> He's um, such a slouch. Yeah. G- yeah. Good posture, James. No. Then you can have as much room Just in the bed as you straight, want. Just straight, be confident. He's not, he's, that, in the is. next Patreon meeting, I'll, I'll have a word. Oh, yeah, like, if you could. Sort out this good. bed thing, because yeah. this is nonsense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks. Um, cool. So, oh, yeah, thanks to Annika Vatical as well for doing the social media. And do, is that everything? I feel a bit I weird so. today. That's like I'm the, missing yeah. I think what it is is normally Abigail's making fun of things that I'm saying as I'm saying it, and mm. because that's not there, it's... It feels weird. Mm. So you can perfect that, Jada, if you, next time you have to step in. Just like, whatever, literally every time I open my mouth, find a way that it's funny and make sure everyone knows about it. Um, <laughs> oh, Abigail, we miss you. Yeah. Yep. Um, cool. Are we done? Bon, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Bon, bon Podcast over. Bye. <laughs> yeah.